Hey everybody, just breaking in here before the pre-roll to tell you that we did have some unfortunate audio issues that you will hear around the 43 minute mark. The issue has since been fixed, so it will not happen again. And with that out of the way, enjoy the episode. Play by Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormal mapping. Attention, all working peoples of the Glastown Settlement. In an effort to aid in our ongoing investigation, the privateers ask that you remain vigilant through these dangerous times, and that you report immediately any suspicions of pyromancy, fire worship, or any related activities among the populace that could lead to the apprehension of the coward immolator Sierra Scorchskin. We thank you for your efforts and your works. Together, the people of Glastown can bring this wanderer criminal to justice. A bullet from the Glastown Privateers. Welcome to Play by Podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined, as ever, by Leon Barnes. Hello, singular lady. Liam Higgins. Hello. And the singular lady, Laura Co. Hi, Leon, I guess. <laughs> yeah, hi, what's up? <laughs> you know. Today we're playing uh, Dungeon World by Adam Coble and Sage Latora, as we do every week. Until we finish this entire arc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got a fucking nerds come up with a game like this. Jesus. <laughs> what kind of fucking nerds play this game? I'm not trying to get really, you know, Are we going to roast him on the third fucking episode? Hot takes from Liam Higgins. <laughs> I just wanted to be inflammatory. What kind of fucking two. nerds make this game say the fucking nerds playing this game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's too early to be roasted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's six in the afternoon. So last time you guys uh, traveled from the Miasma to uh, the town of Glastown, mm-hmm. one of the uh, bigger settlements which in may, the interdependency of Shard. Which may or may not have been a mistake, but we'll see. Where one of you is a wanted arsonist. I'm a felon. You know. You are a felon. How does that feel? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, a little different. You know, just slightly different from your normal is, is there life. there capital punishment? Out just of felon things. You it's, know, that's a good question. I think there would have to be, wouldn't there? I, probably. Well, I don't, well, I mean, because, uh, well, no, they're probably actually, they're a re- rehabilitative prison. It's not a privatized prison system. That's true. So it's juvie? Rehabilitative. No, it's it's rehabilitation first. Not pun- It's not punishment, it's rehabilitation. But are they found guilty by the people's court? Yes. It's it's like being sent to, like, therapy camp. Okay. Oh, right. that's not too that's, bad. That's wholesome. That would kind of put a, a damper on, <laughs> you know, on our adventures. You know, stretch it up. 
Strange enough, that punishment alone would be enough for Sierra to be like, give me death. I'd rather not be in therapy camp. <laughs> I don't want to deal with my emotions. Fuck you. I don't want to tell someone how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. While you were in the miasma, you found a group of other wanderers, one of whom was unconscious, and you brought them into your uh, wagon and brought them to Glasstown with you. Under a better judgment. And group meaning two people, yeah, one was- unconscious. And you took the unconscious uh, elf, Hollybell, you took her to a doctor who lives in Glasstown, the only doctor in Glasstown. They need a- to work on that. My good boy, Bartholomew Atkinson. Bartholomew Atkinson. A.K.A. Dr. Bart. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Bartholomew Atkinson, the Otter Wharf doctor. And uh, while you were talking to him, you you felt sort of something sort of off. So when the group was initially going back to the wagon, you decided to loop back around and do some investigating, Uh, Sierra. Solo. (laughs) Lyra, you decided to follow Sierra unbeknownst to her. As the overarching and very, very, very disobedient child. You know. (laughs) And uh, DeGrasse, you decided to sort of go your own way and make your way into uh, the Pleasure District at Glasstown. Yeah, I mean, this is not usually an opportunity I get. What was the name of it? Being a child of Oxbow. What what was the name of the town again? The name of the Pleasure District in Glasstown is Astown. It Mm -hmm. it (laughs) does seem to be that the women in Oxbow followed the money to other areas as it drained out of the city. And before you say anything, it was named Astown because it's a a space to go to make an ass of yourself. Mm -hmm. It's Mm. full of drink and gambling. And tomfoolery. And general tomfoolery. Mm. There's also a few asses there, too. And yes. Yeah, you might find an ass or two, you know. Ass, Ass wharf? No, what? Wharf ass. If that's what you're if you're oh, there, okay, that's okay, so like a donkey wharf. Yes, like a donkey wharf. Yeah, I yeah. thought you made a literal ass, and it's just kind of small. <laughs> but yes, Liam, uh, wharf ass is available if you so desire. All right, I don't. I don't think I'll be indulging in the anthropoids of the world. He's like twelve. So. He's like seventeen. <laughs> He's seventeen, eighteen. I think I'll just 18? stick with. The, I'll stick with the humans. Thank you. Yeah. Who do we want to? What scene do we want to frame? first because i know you guys have been thinking about this hmm. oh yeah totally 100%. Uh, i don't know what i was thinking is that we could start off with uh with Lero degrasse okay or, or degrasse Lero or degrasse Lero or degrasse let's do you two first all right okay and so, we can we can dramatically cut away to yeah, degrasse. Like you can do like lira's perspective first we'll figure it out no we'll we'll, we'll, we'll follow you since you're driving this all right mm-hmm. sure all right, so sierra you decided to loop back around after you guys were heading back to the wagon and uh, make your way back over to Dr. Bartz to uh, spy on him, so to speak. You know, or yeah. confront. You're, you're walking back to Dr. Bartz. Down the street, you can see coming in your direction three of the Glasstown privateers. These detective-looking types in uh, long coats with really ornate hats. For our forgetful listeners, Sierra is currently disguised as a uh, goat wharf. Right, yes. Sierra. But there's one problem with that. Which is? I'm orange. Right. Yeah, you're like a you're like a slight pastel orange. So and goat wharves are not usually pastel orange. Usually. Usually. Therefore usually. the cloak. So they mostly. So as far as I'm concerned, I had a bad dye job. Yeah. <laughs> as far as anyone else you needs to know. Spray tan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You so, went for okay. a spray tan before realizing that's not how spray tans work. Coming, like, <laughs> coming out like James the Giant Peach. <laughs> Jesus. So so you're you're sort of barreling toward this group of privateers, and you know for a fact that they don't normally travel in groups of bigger than two. 
Okay. So whatever they're doing, it must be something serious. I'm going to just walk by them and pretend like nothing's happening. You're just going to play this super cash. Yeah. Cash. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I want you to defy, roll me a defy danger. Oh, joy. Plus your charisma. Oh, God. Yeah. She's not the most charismatic. Oh, Ooh, that's eight. not bad. Eight uh, plus your charisma. Zero. So eight. Okay. Yeah, I'm just kind of walking like just past them. All right. Like not enough to like brush shoulders, but you see these three privateers walking toward you. One of them looks up at you, sort of cocks his head to the side with a, an odd look on his face. And then he looks back down at his feet and keeps walking with his uh, his posse. But then something strange happens. You see them stop in front of Dr. Bart's door. The privateer in front, a tall elf woman, knocks on the door and Dr. Bart answers and lets the three of them inside. The three uh, privateers are the elf woman, a human man, and a halfling. Well, shit. Uh, what do you do? Oh, so much for the direct approach of just knocking on the door. Does seem to be kind of out of the window now. Yeah. Kind of like probably how Bart's going to be in a minute. Whoa! <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, is there like the building that he's in? Is there like an open window I can see? There are the conversation is like, well, we are in glass town, so yeah. it would be it would be I would be remiss to say there are no windows in a glass house. <laughs> yeah, like, come, come on. It's 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 the whole Iceland Greenland thing. I was just about to say Greenland sure is fucking green. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yes, these these glass houses do have windows. You do notice that the, the glass on the windows is just standard glass. It's not this uh, opaque super glass that they seem to be making all of their structures out of. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to look through one of the windows and see if I can see anything about what's happening. Okay. Because I want to I want to inspect the situation. All right, you look through the window and you see two of the privateers, the halfling and the human, have taken seats in uh, Dr. Bart's parlor. And Dr. Bart is you can actually see into the kitchen through this window as well, getting tea off of a stove. And the elf woman has not sat down. She's still standing just a couple feet away from the door. But she has chosen deliberately to stand because there are, there's ample seating. Something tells me she's the boss. She may very well be. Do you uh, keep listening or what do you do now? I'm going to keep listening. Something's... They're here for a reason. Hmm. Through the window, you can hear bits and pieces. It's, it's very muffled. Uh, you pick up a couple buzzwords through the glass. Something about uh, fire. Strange visitors. Something about uh, suspicious. Uh, what do you do? Shit, shit, shit. That's she shits gross. herself. Yeah. <laughs> there are many ways to go about this. None of them seem like a good idea. Because uh -huh. <laughs> one idea was to just jump through the window. Oh, boy. Just pretend like nothing happened. Just not even you're not even jumping through the window to confront them. You're just jumping through the window. Yeah. <laughs> What's a door? I've never seen it before. Another idea was to create a accidental fire somewhere else you literally <laughs> people want to arrest you for making fire here well i'll do it discreetly what are you thinking like i said none of these were good ideas no <laughs> they are not let's have a hard cut to meanwhile elsewhere yeah let's cut to okay. while i plan this out all right cut to degrasse you have just entered uh, the pleasure district what's the first thing you do where's the first place you go i'm gonna go Hit up a tobacco shop. All right. Grab an old stogie and nurse that thing. Can you tell me what the name of the tobacco shop is? 
It's called Fiberglass Town. What? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this place? <laughs> They've got a theme going. Let it let it go. This is like the vape den. No, grass. <laughs> it's Grass Town. Uh, oh, okay. Grass Town. So in like the grass, grass town. Yeah, Grass Town. <laughs> so you go to Grass Town. Yeah, and you know, get some uh, get get some swishers. Um, <laughs> get some backwoods that yeah. I'm gonna empty out later. Yeah, go uh, till around in the in the back alley and find the the most sort of. Uh, entrepreneurial looking of the people in the back. Um, so you're buying like the finest looking cheap cigarillos. Yeah. Just, you know, just something to kind of transcend a little bit. Right. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm a little too nervous to really just dive into one of the, uh, the brothels. Um, cause it's what they are. Let's just call them what they are. They are. So I'm just going to wander around and, Ooh. um, try to forget about the fact that I, Barely know the two people that are supposed to be your friends, and I have no family. <laughs> I'm like a kid, sad and lonely. <laughs> you know, well, Liam, it's not just brothels. There's bars and like, uh, it's a whole nightlife scene. There's a yeah. karaoke bar, lounges. Well, but that's really what I'm aiming for. Okay, but I'm, so just, I'm just gonna wander. I'm just gonna wander. I'm gonna. There's a lot of bright lights. Um, so you're doing what I do when I go like downtown to go to bars. I just walk past the door of one bar <laughs> seven times and then decide to go in finally. <laughs> Bro. He's a he's a little town kid. He needs Yeah. Also, what's the drinking age here? Is there a drinking age? Not really. No. Well, <laughs> I would think that so we're just like if they can handle it, they can stay. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's to your old, discretion. If you're right, old enough, enough to go out on your own, you're old enough to drink. Yeah. I mean, DeGrasse can belt a few, but he's not. If you're old enough to have like a like a if you're old enough that you can be considered someone who needs to have a profession to live in a city, you can have a drink. Okay. I'm imagining. So if you work, you can drink. I'm imagining DeGrasse having like fucking brewed his own hooch back home and he's like not actually prepared for like nice drinks. This is a little shrankier than I'm used to. So I'm just wandering. Just goofing. All right. New boot goofing. New boot goofing. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you stop anywhere in particular or are you, so you're just. Uh, sort of win window shopping. You're floating. You yeah, I'm floating. DeGrasse, while you're floating through the various little dens and taverns and mm. inns mm. of the Pleasure District, you feel like you're being followed. Yes. It's that. not me. <laughs> not this time anyway. I sort of go down an alleyway to try and lose it. Okay. And then I turn onto the other like main road and I still hear the footsteps matching my, my own. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very like the third man kind yes. of chase sequence. Yeah. And now I will transform into a fly Ooh. so I can spy on them. A fly on the wall. Roll to do that. Roll to transform. Uh, D6. 2d6. All right, so roll plus whiz for your shapeshift. Eight. Just missed the whole box. Uh, eight plus your one, right? Oh, I wasn't even trying right. to aim for that. No, no, no. Eight altogether. Yeah, eight altogether. All right, so that's uh, one hold or? Uh, that is hold two. Okay, so you get two holds. You get to do two things as a fly. Okay. I'm going to follow this person as one, and I'll save the other uh, for an idea that I have later. All right, so you shapeshift into a fly. Mm-hmm. Just as this would-be pursuer is coming around the corner. Yeah, so he sort of, you know, stops, and it's like, well, you know, because basically it looks like it's just, because it's night, so you can't really see the fly. It basically just sort of evaporated yeah. in the thin air. That's the exact word I was going to use. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's sort of confusing for a second, and then I wait to see where he goes. And the person that you see is a Jax, a very tall, four-armed, horned man. Purple is all get out. Absolutely purple. He stops at the mouth of this alleyway and looks around very confused. And he continues down the alley very slowly and cautiously, okay. looking 
at every possible corner that you might be hiding around. I kind of do a Star Fox 64, like midair turn to like okay. pirouette. So I'm now behind him. Okay. Like, but like, you know, skimming along the wall is kind of like. Right. I, I imagine I sort of culinary tastes are still as a human. So I'm not really indulging in any of the trash around. Right. Um, although I, you know, or buzz. Out of swatting distance. So you're, you're basically doing like a Mr. Mosquito. Yeah, basically. And you, you see this, this, this Jax, he's wearing uh, just a plain, like, yellow shirt, blue pants, and, uh, like, a, an apron, like a, like a cook's apron. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Which is uh, dirty with stains and bits of food matter. He's like, sort of like a butcher, maybe? Or he's in the, he's in the back. He's, he's tossing, Looks he's tossing sauces. He's yeah, to, he's, he's a back-of-the-house guy. Yeah. A sauce tosser. Yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> This but is no sous chef here. That's what it says on all of his business cards. Yeah, sauce tosser. <laughs> I'll toss your sauce. <laughs> Come on, baby. Let me sauce your... I can't. <laughs> Get lost in my sauce. God. So you're just tailing him at this point? Yeah. Uh-huh. In hot pursuit. Need for speed hot pursuit. Mm-hmm. All right. He, he stops in the center of the alleyway. <laughs> and he calls out ahead of him. <laughs> I just want to do animal foley, so okay. Forever. <laughs> Wanderer. Me. Could you please show yourself? I don't want to hurt you. I will intimidate him by like buzzing around his face like an annoying fly. <laughs> like <laughs> he's got like, like sort of like he's got something like tasty on him. Like, you know, just Roll uh, defy danger dexterity. Yeah, please don't get squished. Also, he's got like four arms. He Liam. does have like He's not limber. <laughs> <laughs> Two the- D sixes? Yes. He's a cook, not a fighter. Plus my dex? Yes. So just eight. Uh, you suffer a, a minor consequence for a partial success. <laughs> I clipped a wing, kind of. This is my hell. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till I turn into an antelope. Oh boy! No, I don't know. You manage to get out of the way, but in the doing, you lose control of your transformation and turn back into your human form. Midair. Midair. <laughs> and you collide with a nearby uh, trash bin. <laughs> Stars fluttering. Mm-hmm. Birds uh, in circles. Uh, the jacks looks at you starstruck. Now you see what I can do, you <laughs> horny fuck. I I wasn't. Uh, did, did I seem like I was? Uh, you were following me. I. Why were you following me? Because uh, you're not exactly safe in, right. in this part of town or in this town in particular. And I just wanted to make sure you knew what you were getting yourself into. What's the What's the skinny? Why am I? Uh, why are you after me? Uh, he introduces himself. He tells you his name is Novox. Hey, Novox. He's a cook at one of the uh, the local taverns. He tells you there's there's a group of people who uh, popped up after the that uh, that big fire. Ah, uh, yeah. About a decade back, mm. and they, they hate wanderers. They're they call themselves uh, deviants. Really? And I the, saw a wanderer getting a pretty good treatment over at the uh, the pleasure house over there. Are you sure they hate wanderers that much? Well, not everybody's a deviant. A lot of people still appreciate wanderers and appreciate what they do. Bringing history back to the town, making sure everybody knows what happened. You know, giving us something to strive for, something to remember. But these these deviants, they don't necessarily see it that way. They don't value history, the past, or 
to be quite frank, your profession. Well, you know, heaven forbid someone try to make use of the massive amounts of waste covering this land. Well, I, I just wanted to make sure you knew the score. Well, no, I, pre- and I appreciate if you're telling me. I just, um... Since you, yeah. you came in here sticking out like a sore thumb, mister. Well, I turned into a fly. That was pretty... It was, did that get you? you? You wonder where I went, right? Oh, absolutely. I thought you were, like, hiding behind one of these dumpsters, but... So what you're saying is I should turn into a mouse... And then infect your place of business, causing you to lose your job? Is that what you're saying? Class town, more like sass town. Boodumkush. <laughs> he, he, he chuckles and bluster and he says, you really are a wonder. You don't know how anything works in town. No. I don't know what it's like to be under 800 pounds either. Over 800 pounds. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and he like notes that. <laughs> well, I mean, you ever turn into something big like a buffalo? Yes, actually. Look, I was just trying to be friendly. I'm just trying to. I'm not. Hey. I'm not a deviant. Sorry, I'm just a little noited right now. That's the only... I uh, I smoked some of the stuff. I, pr- I don't even remember turning into the fly. Now oh, that did you get some to- bad pipe weed? What happened? Yeah, it was some sort of hybrid that it was in. It was uh, were they, did, they, did they like... Was there spice in it? It was sort of... Um, Can you know, you know it spice was like is pi- bad for it was, you, right? It was like pineapple colored. Is that like a problem? Um, where'd you get it? Right over there. I point to a guy sort of squatting in a next to a <laughs> next to a house i i don't know that guy he he, he sells I, I, he, he does he have like a curio or something i don't know about no i don't know but i'll tell you what yeah you seem like a good good lad let me uh let me round up my friends because i trust you you're a big dude you know um you're you're from here right originally you've lived here a long time lived here um most of my life yeah. all right so you know what's up i, I just i'm not i was trying to float through i wasn't really trying to oh no, no call no, attention that... to myself it's just you start to follow me and you're an absolute unit, and I'm not. We <laughs> he, need to... he kind of beams and takes that as a big compliment. Oh, you're welcome. No, I, yeah, I meant no, meant no disrespect. I just wanted you to be safe. I wanted you to be ready in case somebody tried to you know, take you for one. Should I expect it by land or by sea? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, you don't have anything of value on you, do you? Uh, not at the present moment. You absolutely still have those books on you, right? I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where to lie. I turned into a fly. Where'd the books go? <laughs> well, I mean, where'd your clothes, your, your clothes and everything, everything you have transforms. on you transforms with you. Okay, so never mind. I still got the books. Yeah, yeah. You so it's a little fly water, flying around with little shorts <laughs> and a shirt on. <laughs> just tiny little books. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they're just some books. I don't really know what the... Uh, just he doesn't know about the books. You don't have to tell him about books. You know, you already lied to me. But I, you know, I, I'll, I may as well just lie again. I mean, I can shadow you the way out of here unless you wanted to stick around. Uh, it's not really worth it. I'm feeling kind of insecure in here anyway, so hmm. just just get me out. Well, you need a place to stay or anything like that? I can uh, recommend you. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Somewhere where I can, you know, alone and... All right, there's this little place down by the Merchant's Quarter. Does it have a Dish Network? Because I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of DirecTV or... Xfinity. Oh, no, no, no. They've got basic cable. Got, okay. They don't even have an HBO package. Oh. But it, it, it's called the Stovepipe. Ooh, I like that. That's nice. Big, big glass building. You mm. can't miss it. Oh, yeah. This one one shortage of things that they don't have here is fucking glass. <laughs> Everything's glass. But uh, the, the, the proprietor at the Stovepipe loves a story okay i'm sure if you got anything for him at all he'll give you at least a week all right so so are you walk are you letting him walk you out or are you walking yourself i'll, I'll walk myself out all right he gives you a little plaintive wave as you leave the alley and head back toward the the merchants district where you also already have lodging de grass yes 
while you're leaving, you see three figures standing in your path in the street. Uh, hello? Cut to Sierra. What are you doing? Knock on the door. Okay. I'd like to say at this point I've caught up and I am. Right, no, you've been, well, I think you, I would like to, I think you've been watching this entire yeah, thing sort from of play a, out. From a roof somewhere. Right. Yeah. A la Batman. So, Sierra, you knock on the door? Yeah. I'm going to knock on the door. You hear the door uh, unlocking and you and it opens up and there is Dr. Bart and standing scant few feet behind him is this elf privateer. Doctor, are you busy right now? I've been having a really bad pain in my stomach. He really quickly tries to close the door just enough so that you don't see who's standing behind him. And he <laughs> peeks his head out through the crack he's made. He says, I- I'm, I'm just dreadfully sorry, but... I'm, I'm in the middle of a, a consultation at the moment. Uh, but it's really been bad. I feel like I'm about to burst or something. It's it's not normal. My, d- my dear, I'm sorry. If you'd made some kind of appointment with me beforehand, I could easily have seen you. But th- th- there, are, there are procedures. I tried earlier, but you, you seemed really preoccupied. You, you just came by here with, it, with that elf. Yes, and I'm coming back. You can't just... I'm in the middle of something. You can drop the act now, Bert. I, I don't follow. You know who I am. Uh, you're the, the, the odd goat woman who came by earlier. Goats aren't orange, Bert. You, you said you had some sort of dye issue. As this is happening and Lyra just sees them just like furiously like whisper arguing back and forth. Um, I'm going to fly around to the other side of the house and see if there's like a window or something that I could potentially gauge what's going on inside because all I see is them. I I don't know about anybody inside. You you do find a window. It's a window in the room where you guys left Holly Bell with Mm -hmm. Dr. Bart and you can easily make your way in if you wanted to. Yeah, I'd be into that. Okay. So you you gingerly gingerly (laughs) open the window. Mm Mm-hmm. And stuff yourself through the opening. Mm-hmm. And now you're in the room. What do you do? Holly Bell's upstairs, right? Yes. Okay. It, so, like, this is, like, one room over from the the where everyone is? like the. No, they're all still downstairs in, like, the main, like, living room area. Okay. I'm going to... Well, first I want to just, like, peek in on Holly Bell and see if she's awake. She is breathing just fine, but she is asleep at the okay. moment. I'm going to... Just like sneak to, I guess, where the stairs are and see if I can overhear anything. You can hear this whisper arguing that's going on with Sierra and the doctor in the background a little bit. You can't really make out too much, but you can hear hushed tones. Mm-hmm. And other than that, you can hear the uh, the halfling and the human trading beat cop stories over tea. I think I'm just going to chill here okay, and see what, what, what has come to pass. So back to the door question yeah is the mask more like a will thing or is it just it does it automatically you would have to take it off if you wanted to drop the effect i hate that them's the brakes kid bart it's me i am afraid i don't understand i know who you are you came by lizard girl you're a goat (laughs) you're you seem to have more problems than I'm capable of attending to. Can I, like, lift up the mask, like, just very You could slow. just say your name, you know? I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> well, no, I, I love this visual. You just lift the mask off just enough so that it starts... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to lift the mask. W- starts wearing off. Yeah, just... His eyes go wide and he, like, 
jumps back, but the door's like closed around his head, so he just wangs his head <laughs> into the door. <laughs> ah, ah, oh my god, what are you doing here? I'm here to help you. Now let me in. Just a second, just a second. And uh, he opens the door and moves to let you into the, the room. Thank you, Doctor. Oh, oh, oh of course, of course. Uh, she's, uh, Madam Hogarth, this is uh, one of my patients. Sh- uh, she's uh, sick. Can I, I'll reach out with one hand and like shake, shake the, elf, the elf woman's hand like, Hi, how are you? She gives you a very stern look and she, uh, she looks down at you. She says, that's funny. I've never seen you around. I'm, I'm just, a, I'm more of a wanderer, honestly. Oh, you're one of those people. Very nice, very nice. Nice to meet you. I, I'd like to let you know that uh, we at the, uh, the Glassdown Privateers uh, appreciate your service to the community. Oh, um, thank you. And they're right, boys. The, the two other privateers in the room sort of look over at you and they stop tra- trading their stories, look over at you. One of them sort of frumps and they both just grunted in, in uh, supposed agreement. Yeah, they, they just sort of give you the a grunt and go back to talking to one another. They really respect you, huh? <laughs> They're off the clock. They don't have to uh, put on airs. Uh, I'm just still clenching my stomach trying to pretend to be sick. Oh, 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 oh. I, I have to get her upstairs. Uh, please excuse us. Uh, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll get back to business in just a second, shan't we? And he leads you upstairs. I'm hiding. <laughs> as soon as I hear them coming up the stairs, I'm... I'm... Uh, roll Defy Danger Dexterity. <laughs> All right. I swear to God, if I find you. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. Uh, that's ah! six plus... What's Defy Danger? Uh, dex for this one. Oh, I have good dex. Uh, six plus two, that's an eight. All right. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, you wanted bad things I was to hoping that would, something bad would happen. So you managed to get out of the way just as Dr. Bart and Sierra are coming up the stairs. Mm-hmm. But... But as you're moving, you, uh, you you have to make sort of pretty heavy footfalls to get out of the way fast enough. Mm-hmm. Downstairs, they can sort of hear you through the floor. Okay. You don't see this, but one of the uh, guys on the couch stands up and looks up at the ceiling. We also have to consider the fact that A, two people just went upstairs and B, there is another living being in this house in the form of Holly Bell. So, you know. Well, they don't know that. They don't know about Holly Bell. Yeah. Well, it could be easy to explain away. So you have repositioned yourself. You see the doctor and Sierra come up the stairs. And then uh, shortly after that, you hear slow footsteps coming upstairs. Jeez. Oh, what do you do, Lyra? Um, I'm going to slip into the room where Holly Bell is and okay. hide. <laughs> Roll another danger dexterity for me, please. Okay. You got to get out of this somehow. Lyra is on her Mission Impossible shit. <laughs> oh, that's a nat 12. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, plus two, so that's a 14. You slip completely unnoticed into the room with Holly Bell. Mm-hmm. And we'll cut back to Sierra and the doctor. What, what are you doing back in town? When did you get... What? Because of these stupid kids who keep following me. What, you, just, you just leave them like you do everybody else. Just get out of here. I can't. You... Why would you even come back here in the first place? You know... You wanted to come! Did you know about the... No, I am not doing about this. This is the first time I ever heard about this. I didn't know who you were. You come into my house asking about fires, and you bring some unconscious woman. What am I supposed to think? I don't know. I didn't know it was you. Well, that's... Well, 
Okay, fair, but what do you expect me to do? Just be like, hey, I expect hey, you not to come back to the town that you nearly burned down, you imbecile. <laughs> You're the one who helped me get out of the town. Do you think you expect me to do it twice? I almost got arrested last time. Look, someone else is doing this that is not me. Because I haven't been in this town in forever since I left. How is it that every time you seem to walk into my life, you just make it all the worse? I'm a doctor. I'm not a criminal. Well... And you make me an accomplice. Well... C'est la vie! <laughs> what does that even mean? It means that's Do you know what, what that means? No! It means that's how it is on this bitch of an earth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I just know it's an expression. And apparently it's something sarcastic. Well now, the fucking privateers are in my house. You're in my house. This is way worse than last time. Look, I will get you out of my house, but after you leave my doorstep, I am not liable no. for your safety. Bart, I can't leave. What do, you, what do you mean you can't leave? Not until I figure out who the hell is doing this. Well, guess what? Not me. I know it's not you. You have the spine of a chocolate eclair. <laughs> I take offense to that. Is it wrong? No. <sighs> okay, okay. I'll do what I can to get these people out of this place and to get to offer you some modicum of safety. I don't know if I can help you with any kind of investigation, but I can at least get you out of this scrap that I guess I... No, you know what? You caused this. You brought yourself here. I'm aware that I caused this. You always caused this. Yeah. Just, just stay up here. Don't make any sudden movements. Just be chill. Yeah, go Orf who's orange. That's very chill. I'm gonna go get rid of the cops. You shut the fuck up for like five minutes. Ooh, language, Bart. It's Dr. Bart. I didn't go to school for eight years to be called Bart. <laughs> Saints alive. And he just leaves the room in a huff. <laughs> oh, boy. And within the next few minutes, he has uh, explained away his frantic call to the privateer's office. Though you assume this isn't the last he'll probably see of the privateers in the next couple of days, considering they like to do follow-ups because they are very thorough. They have to be. And the woman who you just walked past and shook hands with was the literal leader of the entire privateers. Oh, joy. Miss Bumphrey Hogart. <laughs> Bumphrey Hogart. That was uh, that's. Oh God. Laura said that last game, and I, I didn't did. want to drop it. I did. He has, with his silver tongue and years of education, he manages to get these people out of his doctor's office slash house. You can always count on Bart. For now. So, uh, quick note, uh, Lyra, what do you do now that the, you've had the uh, the privateers called off? Do you just like make yourself known in the house, or do you try to get out sneakily? I think I'm gonna roll up. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna like. So you just you just casually walk down the stairs like, "Hi guys, how are you?" You pop out of Holly <laughs> Bell's uh, sick room, out of mm -hmm. the little like uh, upstairs study, mm -hmm. and Doctor Bart just fucking loses it. His <laughs> face just drops. His jaws on the floor. Sierra has face palmed. It's just like, "What are you doing in my house?" <laughs> I had to make sure that she wasn't in more trouble than she was already. You so. are, you are so grounded. And, uh, Cut back to DeGrasse. Yes. You you find yourself on the outskirts of the inner t of the pleasure district. Living in a shotgun shack. 
<laughs> and there are three, <laughs> three figures cloaked in shadow cycle? standing in the road ahead of you. Yes. Uh, what do you do? Who are you? Uh, you see one of the figures bring their arms out and... Hands not, above your head. They're not arms. Those are wings. Wings above your head. They, they spread their wings and they fly toward you oh at an alarming God. speed. It's not me again. What do you do? Turn into lion. Uh, roll to transform. Like a prairie lion? No, like Simba lion. <laughs> Matthew Broderick Simba that? lion, not Jonathan Taylor. Talk. I mean, I guess technically, well, I guess, oh, wait, never mind. technically lions yeah, live on prairies. I guess, I, no, lions. no, this is a, it's a bit of a stretch. No, no, lion, no, dude, lions live on prairies. They live in savannas. I'm going yeah. in, I'm so, going in, oh, fetal, yeah, I'm going in fetal position. You just, <laughs> what? <laughs> you could have been like lion. a lion. Transform a, into turtle. You could have been like a coyote or something. <laughs> yeah, no, so what, what do you do? Uh, I'll turn into a wolf. Okay. <laughs> roll, uh, to roll, roll to transform. Well, it's a glass <laughs> town. <laughs> All right. Nine plus what? Plus uh, your whiz, right? Your whiz. So ten. All right. Nice. That's perfect. You Beautiful. you get three hold then, right? Yep. All right. What do you? What's your first move as a wolf? As this this uh, high wing is streaking toward you. Oh. <laughs> It's not really much of a And move. then they hear wolf <laughs> calls from outside the city of the wolves I've just woken up. Uh -huh. Did you just summon wolves? Go, or just some stray dogs in Glastown right Exactly. So I'm getting a posse here. All right, so you... you <laughs> Are you kidding? Dude, it's three on one. You expect me to not call him packing heat? <laughs> I gotta roll deep, man. You know he keeps that thing on him. <laughs> What's the dude that's like poo kept the strap on at all times when he was like, hey, I the fucking shotgun. Sorry, I can cut that out. So you... <laughs> So out of the myriad alleyways of Glastown, yes. a pack of wild, feral dogs. I'm thinking like Jock and Trusty and or Trusty and Lady. And it's Trent. very like Oliver and Company. Definitely. <laughs> you get like a big pug. A big um, gang of animals. A St. Bernard. Yeah. yeah. You get like this gang of like. Come on, come on. Help me fuck up these birds. But you hey, get, why should he worry? You get like this gang of six dogs who pop up out of the alleys. And it just turns into us going, woo, 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 just talking like that. <laughs> and this this high wing pulls up just in front of you. Just sort of yanks back on the yaw and lands with a flutter in front of you and your gang of dogs. And before you stands the high wing, Cademan Hightower. Wait, wait, wait. Would they be called a wolf gang? Yes. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> And when Cademan lands, he takes an immediate step back to put some more distance between you. That's right, bitch. You better come correct. <laughs> that's just it's just, that's just barking. <gasps> yeah, exactly. It's like subtitled. <laughs> that's right, bitch. You better come correct. Uh -huh. Period. And the other the other two figures sort of step forward out of the shadows. It's uh, two humans. And so there's one bird and two humans. One bird person, two humans. Okay. Um, excuse me. The politically correct term is person. God. <laughs> Cademan, the high wing, doesn't have any weapons on him, but the, the two humans are holding big fuck-off clubs. Mm -hmm. Everyone perform protective circle around me. The, <gasps> this this gang of dogs forms like a phalanx And then one tries to challenge me and I scream at it and wolf <laughs> be like, I'll rip your fucking head. The one human uh, cocks his club back in his hand. I'm going to take a slice out of his leg. All right, yeah, roll. Roll uh, hack and slash for me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There we go. Oh, nice. oh geez. 10 plus plus minus strength. You rolled a nine. So you're going to do a little damage and take a little damage. Okay. All right. So I'll roll damage, please. And describe to me what you do. 
that's so a, that's the damage I do. Is that's the a one, one yeah. folks. Okay. So well, we, um, I sort of I get about the size. You know, when you go to uh, Sonic and you get some the popcorn chicken, mm-hmm. I take about that size amount of flesh, one of those, out of his leg. But you you nip at his leg. Yeah. <laughs> Cumulatively, I, I'd say he he. he he leaves some bite marks, but does not tear yeah. the flesh. I get yeah. one popcorn chicken worth out of there. And uh, as soon as you're like latched on to his like he bashes me, bashes you in with the 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 club and does three damage. And you hear that yeah. sad like injured dog sound. Was oh. I was I still at nine before? Yeah. So now I'm at six. Right. Arf. Don't get yourself killed. At least not like a not even not as a dog. Die Don't. like a dog in the streets. <laughs> I'm not gonna get myself killed, but I might Die get some other man. dogs killed. This is a really weird reimagining of uh, yeah. <laughs> of that. Oh, fuck, what was I, I was gonna make a really good goof. live like a cop, die like a man. One of my favorite movie titles. Hold on, what's ever. the reference? It was a uh, uh, Gangs of New York. Wow. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Gangs of D- New York, canine style. Gang Gangs of Which New York. Basically, basically, canines of basically New York. Basically, Lady and the Tramp. The second that this guy wails on you with his club, he's got three dogs, one hanging off each arm and one that jumps onto his chest and knocks him to the ground. Oh yeah, they're fucking him up. And the other human goes to start wailing on your dog friends. What do you do? I'm going to visually examine. <laughs> These dogs aren't going to make it. You don't. Well, you don't what, know what makes that. you think that? Is there one more that has yet to be attended to? There is. Uh, yeah, there's about uh, there's two other dogs who are waiting for something else to go down. Is there another human that I got to attack? There's a human and a high wing. There's two humans and a high wing. One human has been felled by dogs. All right. I like call. I call a strike pattern. I'm like, you on him, you on him. And then I'll, you know. I'll, take the, take I'll, the bird yourself. Yeah, I'll take the bird myself. Okay. You sick your other two. Uh, my two Sicarios. You sick, <laughs> you sick your other two Rough Riders. <laughs> yeah. On this other human. My, my war boys. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Regulators. <laughs> yeah. Bound up. But you stick them on this other human, and he is—he finds himself knee deep in dog very quickly. And then it's, it's you in your wolf form squaring off against. Ooh! I do like a backup call. Like anyone else want to join in before this really kicks off? This is a fucking. There'll be nightmare. plenty of meat for the spoils if you show up now. But nobody came. First come, first serve. And then it's just you and Cademan, the high wing. Listen here. What do you want with me? Still barking. Yeah, exactly. you're just barking at them. Uh, he wastes no time and he just flies at you talons first. Again? God damn it. I run under him. Okay, uh, defy danger. Dexterity. Slides on his claws. Oh, I, that was a plot. I didn't even roll it. I just literally just put it down. <laughs> nine, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Nine uh, plus uh, dex? Zero. Okay, so nine. Uh, okay, so that does that does seem I get away from him. All right, that, right. I think you well, take a little bit of. Collateral. It's a seven to nine. Yeah, you so, take a, so just like the very bottom of his. I'll give you so I'll like give you I'll give you a complication, and it's going to be a little bit better than just damage. Okay. okay. All right, so you do sort of a motorcycle slide underneath him, and he has to readjust his uh, his talons to get at you, and instead of doing any damage to you, he just picks you up Jeez. by like your midsection. Put me down. Like he gets underneath. He basically grabs you by the belly with his claws and starts hoisting you up into the air. Okay. What do you do? Transform into a bird. Hmm. A robin red breast so okay. I can slip away. Unnoticed. Or no, I turn into a fly again. I like fly. Hmm. Okay, roll for that. Roll to turn into fly. Roll to Franz Kafka myself. <laughs> <laughs> Voluntarily. Much smaller. Yeah, exactly. 
Was that oh, it's a dice. six on the die six. and a plus your whiz is a seven. Seven. All right. So I get two holes. You transform into a fly and you get yourself get out, out of his of grasp. Me. Right. You just mm-hmm. by the fact just by the transfer of matter, you you are out of his grasp now. Yeah, exactly. So what do you do? I fly away. All right. Like Lenny Kravitz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you leave the battlefield. All right. So where are you flying to? Um, so, I'm, so I'm going high above the land and I'm going to try to pinpoint these two out. Okay. And where are you two right now? I'm assuming we're still we're at We're still Bart's. at Bart's. Right. We're, we're, we're having a, a, a brainstorm sesh. So, uh, DeGrasse, you don't see them on the street anywhere. So where's your first instinct tell you to go? I'll go. Is there a church spire of some sort? Uh, yeah. I'll land on a spire so that when they show up, I'll be able to see them. Okay. Back in Dr. Bart's office. Uh, Sierra, Lyra, what are you two doing? Um, I'm grounding her. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how fair that is, but all right. No, um, it's very fair. I told you to go back. I needed to make sure you're right. And, and I, you deliberately disobeyed me. Admittedly, there were three fucking cops here looking for you. And I handled it fine. You were lucky. Anyway. I, I, I don't know. If- Shut up, Bart. Don't you see I'm trying to be a parent? You don't have any children, Sierra. Which I'm trying to, I'm trying to be a parent. <laughs> you're not doing a very good job. Anywho, <sighs> my idea. She, she's not doing a very good job, is she? She does her best. Listen. <laughs> yeah. You would say that. Do you have any maps of the city? Um, I could draw you one. I've got a pretty photographic memory. All right. That will work. Okay. Um, he goes over to a little uh, little desk, pulls out a sheet of parchment, starts drawing up a crude little map of the town. All right. So the, have the Austins, have they been the whole last 10 years they've been cropping up? Yeah, one every three or four months. Three yeah. or four months. Right. So that's a lot. For ten years. That's so that's what nearly forty separate fires. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm a fanatic. Great. I'm assuming the first her incident was relatively widespread. Oh, it was catastrophic. It was an accident. It was a catastrophic accident. Alright, so where did the first smaller arson crop up after she was gone? Oh, you're going to love this. Somebody tried to burn down the police station. That's not the brightest idea. Alright, could you mark that on the map then? And he does. It's uh, to the north of the city. Sort of very close to the wall. Okay. Um, So, all these, I mean... Are the, are the targets usually residences or businesses or specifically privateer-related? It, it, it just seems, it, it seems kind of sporadic. Sometimes it's the privateer's office. Sometimes it's a dumpster behind one of the taverns. Sometimes it is one of the taverns. All right, well, here's my, here's my thought process. Let's... Mark. One time they tried to burn down an iron forge. Do you know how hard it is to burn down an iron forge? Rather difficult, I'd imagine. They make metal there. So not the brightest, or at least they're not necessarily wanting the places to burn down. They just want to start the fire. And they, they've definitely been successful at making those fires and occasionally making them very, very big. Well, OK, Can we, here's my thought. Let's let's mark as many locations of the fires as we can and see if there's any any sort of pattern at all. 
Right. There's, there's one thing. I, I, I didn't want to let, lead any of you on before. I didn't know you. And he looks jerkily at you, Sierra, and then he goes back to looking at both of you. I hope you know that by this time I took the mask off. Right, yeah, no. You're, you're you. <laughs> no mask. Also, that thing is extremely hideous. But yeah. I guess it's effective. It's Here not we very go. polite you were saying Bart? that thing. Anyway, <laughs> I was talking about the mask. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. You were saying Bart? I was saying I knew it wasn't you. I've I've been one of the biggest proponents against it being you. Most of the people in the privateers think it was you. I am a doctor, and I've looked at those crime scenes. You don't use an accelerant. You have some sort of eldritch ability to create fire and so bend it to your will. They're not... Magic-based. Absolutely not. They're using some kind of ooze, or I don't know how to describe it. It's not liquid... Or solid, but whatever it does, it burns very well. Great. So I'm do- we're dealing with an alchemist who's trying to imitate me. Well, he's... I mean, what color is it? Have you seen it? Well, I've seen some samples of it. Most of the time, by the time that I'm allowed to look at a crime scene, the, the fire, it's eaten up whatever it's used for fuel. Are you... Familiar much with aberration anatomy? It, it's not related to that, is it? That is a possibility. I never really put together the uh, idea of using aberrative parts for anything, really. Just an idea. It might, if it has any ground at all, it might mean that it's someone who's not from here, necessarily. Like not from Glasstown or not from Bouchard? Not from... Glasstown. A wanderer, probably. Hmm. Hmm. But then the police know everyone in this town. But what's what's the motive? That's why we have the map. I mean, do you see any pattern at all? Hmm. hmm. So we have so we have the office, tavern, behind a tavern. The ar- the iron forge. Right. Um who spends time in these places? Folk. But, but what kind of folk? Everybody works in Glasstown. Nobody really has any reason to go t- to an iron forge. Not even the police? That's a thought. Why would the privateers try to burn down their own station? Instill fear? Against it's... who? You said they don't like wanderers. They don't like people. They don't like outsiders. It's mm. a simple... It's a tactic that you use every day. I'd, I'd say uh, that... Tall lady, what's her name? She certainly didn't seem to like the idea of Sierra being an outsider, a wanderer. She knows who I am. Like you the goat or you the you? She knows who I am. Hmm. She know. she's smart enough to know goat wars aren't orange. Do, do you think we're safe here? Right nope. now? No? Nope. Oh, well then. Are we safer here or outside? We're safer back at Bazine's. You you brought him here? He owes me. Something tells me they're going to be coming back. And something tells me they're coming back with weapons. Well, then, best clear out. But, but, let me get this straight, just so I know what it is you're thinking. You think that whoever's starting these fires is doing it to give wanderers a bad name? Yep. Basically, 
It's a way of making sure that fear is real and that the police can do their job, apparently. Hmm. Then you're right. We definitely aren't safe here. No, we're not. He uh, goes over to his uh, desk again and picks up a little hat and a coat and Aww. puts them on. Aww. And he grabs up a folder and he says, uh, one of you should go upstairs and wake uh, the elf. We need to get out of here and I can't just leave her in my house. I got it. I do so. <laughs> okay. Come along, Sierra. You, you might want to put that mask back on. Yeah, give me a sec. And uh, you and the doctor head out. He, As he's walking out, he turns to you, Lyra, and he says, uh, make sure you lock the door on your way out. Why? There's a good deer. Okay, we'll be waiting for you outside. Just do what he says. And the two of you leave the house. I am going to lock the door now, and I'm taking Holly Bell out the window. Okay. <laughs> you go to the makeshift sick room upstairs where Holly Bell is. Uh, do you wake her up or do you let her sleep? What do you do? Um, I mean, he did say, I'm assuming it's been a little bit of a while. He said he would have her up and running essentially in an hour or so. Right. So I think it would be smarter to have her conscious. Okay. She can rest when we get back to the scenes. So how are you? You're just waking her up like... Gently. Okay. <laughs> She's had a, had a rough time so far. Right. She, she does wake up when you sort of poke at her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where, where am I? She looks at you very bewilderedly. Remind me the dog's name. Uh, Spiegel Strife. Spiegel. Okay. Spiegel. Um, well, you're in a doctor's office. Uh, I'm a f- friend of Spiegel's, I suppose. We found the two of you. Where, where, where is Spiegel? He's, he's, he's back to where we're headed. Um, where, where is that? Where, where? We're in Glasstown, if you're ever in there. We're in the doctor's office. We need to get back to the merchant sector so we can get back to the, uh, the wagon we were in. Oh, oh, oh. There's a possibility that we're in danger. And I don't want to alarm you. Nothing crazy has happened yet. It's just, I think it would be prevalent if we left out the window. She, she rubs her eyes. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but that this is kind of a lot. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you uh, catch up fully to speed when we're back there. But right now, uh, speed is of the essence. Uh, um, okay, just um, out the window, you said? Yeah, I've got wings. I promise I won't let no, you. No, I, I can see that. They're very nice. Thank you. Okay, uh, out the window, I guess, then? Yeah. Okay. The two of you climb out of the window? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to continuously fly. I'm, I'm thinking I'll, we'll flutter down to the alley below and right. we'll just kind of take as many back streets as we can. Right. And uh, the two of you come back around, meet up with Dr. Bart and Sierra, and head back toward the Merchant District. Mm-hmm.